0: Hello friends, I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Genesis chapter 43. Now the famine was still severe in the land. So when they had eaten all the grain they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go back and buy us a little more food. But Judah said to him, The man warned us solemnly, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother along with us, we will go down and buy food for you. But if you will not send him, we will not go down, because the man said to us, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. Israel asked, Why did you bring this trouble on me by telling the man you had another brother? They replied, The man questioned us closely about ourselves and our family. Is your father still living? He asked us, Do you have another brother? We simply answered his questions. How were we to know he would say, Bring your brother down here? Then Judah said to Israel, his father, Send the boy along with me, and we will go at once, so that we and you and our children may live and not die. I myself will guarantee his safety. You can hold me personally responsible for him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him here before you— I will bear the blame before you all of my life. As it is, if we had not delayed, we could have gone and returned twice. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be, then do this. Put some of the best products of the land in your bags, and take them down to the man as a gift, a little balm and a little honey and some spices and myrrh, some pistachio nuts and some almonds. And take double the amount of silver with you, for you must return the silver that was put back into the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also, and go back to the man at once. And may God Almighty grant you mercy before the man, so that he will let your other brother and Benjamin come back with you. As for me, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took the gifts, and doubled the amount of silver, and Benjamin also, They hurried down to Egypt and presented themselves to Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, "'Take these men to my house, slaughter an animal, and prepare a meal. They are to eat with me at noon.' So the man did as Joseph told him and took the men to Joseph's house." Now the men were frightened when they were taken to his house. They thought, we were brought here because of the silver that was put back into our sacks the first time. He wants to attack us and overpower us and seize us as slaves and take our donkeys. So they went up to Joseph's steward and spoke to him at the entrance of the house. We beg your pardon, our Lord, they said. We came down here the first time to buy food. But at the place we stopped for the night, we opened our sacks, and each one of us found his silver, the exact weight in the mouth of his sack. So we have brought it back with us. We've also brought additional silver with us to buy food. We don't know who put our silver in our sacks. It's all right, he said. Don't be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, has given you treasure in your sacks. I received your silver. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The steward, Took the men into Joseph's house. He gave them water to wash their feet and provided fodder for their donkeys. They prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon, because they had heard that they were to eat there. When Joseph came home, they presented to him the gifts they had brought into the house, and they bowed down before him to the ground. He asked them how they were, and then he said, How is your aged father you told me about? Is he still living? They replied, Your servant, our father, is still alive and well. And they bowed down, prostrating themselves before him. As he looked about and saw his brother Benjamin, his own mother's son, he asked, Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? And he said, God be gracious to you, my son. Deeply moved at the sight of his brother, Joseph hurried out and looked for a place to weep. He went into his private room and wept there. After he had washed his face, he came out, and controlling himself, he said, Serve the food. They served him by himself, the brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews, for that is detestable to Egyptians. The men were seated before him in the order of their ages, from the firstborn to the youngest, and they looked at each other in astonishment. When portions were served to them from Joseph's table, Benjamin's portion was five times as much as anyone else's. So they feasted and drank freely with him. Now this is, once again, Joseph is facing his brothers. He's excited to see Benjamin, but he doesn't know exactly what to do with his brothers. And so let me just back up. Several chapters ago, I told you that Reuben as the firstborn, had disqualified himself to receive the blessing of the firstborn by sleeping with his father's concubine, not his natural mother, but one of his father's other wives, his concubines. And so Reuben had fallen to disfavor with Jacob. And so when Reuben asked in chapter 42 if he could take Benjamin, he would be responsible. Jacob didn't trust him. And so the next in the birth order was Simeon. Joseph had locked Simeon in prison. While the family was was separated and gone back to tell Jacob what was going on, Simeon, the second oldest son, was locked in prison. He was probably the ringleader in having Joseph sold into slavery. After Simeon was Levi, so Reuben was disqualified. Simeon and Levi had been disqualified because of the response to the rape of Dinah when they killed all the men of that city that Jacob had made a truce with. And so here we read in this chapter in verse one. Now, the famine was still severe in the land when they'd eaten all the grain they had bought in Egypt. Their father said to them, go back and buy us a little more food. But Judah spoke up. Now, let me just stop right there. Judah is the fourth born son. And so Judah is going to take a position of leadership here. You remember, of course, that Judah is the one uh, who is destined to rule with the Messiah coming through his lineage. But here Judah stands up and he speaks to his father and says, uh, the man warned us, you know, you, you can't come back unless you bring your brother. And Judah said, send the boy along with me and we will go at once so that we and you and our children may live and not die. In verse nine, Judah says, I myself Will guarantee his safety. You can hold me personally responsible for him if I don't bring him back to you. And so this apparently moved their father, and so Jacob agrees to this condition that is going to be responsible, that Benjamin's going to go down, and and uh, he gives them not only money to buy more grain, but the money that was returned to them previously, they take it back. And so verse 15, the men took the gifts that Jacob had provided and doubled the amount of silver. And they also took Benjamin and they hurried down to Egypt. In verse 16, when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he told the steward of his house to take him to to his home and they were going to eat with him at noon. And so the man did as Joseph directed him to do. Now they were terrified when they went to Joseph's house. They assumed the worst. They assumed that they were going to be uh, mistreated because of the silver that was returned previously. They assumed that because they were taken to Joseph's house, they might even be made slaves in Joseph's house. So the steward assured them everything was okay, don't worry. And then Joseph comes home at noon. So in verse 26, Joseph comes home They presented him with the gifts they had brought to the house, and once again, they all bowed down before him to the ground. Remember the dreams of Joseph? All the the other brothers were going to bow down. He dreamed this twice, and they had, had fallen out with him about these dreams, but here they were fulfilling the dreams. And he asked them how they were, and then he said, "'How is your aged father you told me about? Is he still living?' They replied, Your servant, our father, is still alive and well. And once again, they bowed down, prostrating themselves before him. So they were definitely showing tremendous honor to Joseph. They were afraid. They recognized that he was an extremely powerful man. Perhaps by now they knew he was second only to Pharaoh himself in terms of power and authority in Egypt. But Joseph was deeply moved at the sight of Benjamin. He was very deeply moved. And uh, he spoke a blessing over him. He said, may God be gracious to you, my son. And then Joseph had to hurry out of the room and find a place to weep. He went into a private room and just wept, perhaps over the magnitude of all that had happened. And the fact that he was seeing his, his brother, who was was born of his own mother as well, once again, his, his younger brother, Benjamin, who had been innocent and had, and had done nothing. But he washed his face. He controlled himself and went out and said uh, served the food. And he had the brothers arranged in order of their birth from the firstborn to the youngest in the seating. And apparently they recognized it and they were astonished. They could not imagine how anybody could guess their birth order to seat them in, in rank like that. But of course, Joseph knew who they were. And the only other indication that he gave preferential treatment to Benjamin was he gave him five times as much food as any of the other brothers. That should include him something else was going on. But Joseph is still keeping his cards close to his vest as far as revealing to his brothers what's going on. We don't know whether Joseph is putting them to the test to see if their attitudes have changed in all the years that have gone by since he's been in Egypt. We don't know whether he thinks that they're villainous individuals, and he's trying to decide whether just to spare Benjamin. We really don't know what's taking place other than what we read in the text. But Joseph wept for his brothers. It says that specifically, that he went into his private room and wept. And, of course, it was primarily over Benjamin, but perhaps over the whole situation. So once again, we've got to end today with a cliffhanger, and we'll go next to chapter 44 in the next episode. So, Lord we recognize that Joseph was deeply moved by seeing his brother Benjamin. We recognize this, and we remember that Jesus also wept for his brothers. When he looked down on Jerusalem and saw that Jerusalem had not received him as the Messiah and as their Savior, he wept. Jesus wept. And so, Lord, we too recognize that there are those who do not yet receive Jesus. And Lord, from time to time, we may weep as well. Lord, may we weep for the lost. May we endure in praying for the lost and sharing our faith and living as examples for others so that they might come to a saving knowledge of you. We ask these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. and always...